Welcome to Slaking Thirsts, a podcast that's all about bringing the thirst deep within our hearts for love and communion to the heart of Christ, a divine heart, who is seeking our love and communion in return. The hope is that the two thirsts would meet and both thirsts would be slaked. At the sight of the crowds, his heart was moved with pity for them because they were troubled and abandoned like sheep without a shepherd. And he said, the harvest is abundant, but the laborers are few. Ask the master of the harvest to send out laborers for his harvest. I just was sitting with those words, uh, meditating on that section of the gospel that we just heard yesterday and into this morning. And in light of the feast day we have today, St. Benedict of Norcia, I mean, talk about someone who was a response to, um, I mean, he was Jesus' living heart in Europe as the Roman Empire was collapsing, as barbarians were moving in, as everything around was just falling apart, the Lord raised up St. Benedict as a response to people being so abandoned and so um, lost. I mean, how do you imagine sheep do without a shepherd? Not too well. Not too well. They're vulnerable and they get so easily picked off. You know, normally I think especially, you know, with, with this gospel, we tend to, I think we tend to hear this gospel on Good Shepherd Sunday. One of these, this gospel does come up on Good Shepherd Sunday, and we tend to think of these words specifically in relation to Jesus's call for ecclesiastical shepherds in the church. Um, that's true, absolutely, and I'll say something about that in a bit, but more broadly, this imagery of shepherd to sheep, it, it's, it's anyone who's in a position of power or authority or Strength. anyone who's supposed to hold a position of protection over those who are weaker, right? Those who are vulnerable, those who are more susceptible. So it's a broad analogy, shepherd to sheep. And I think in our culture, as I was praying through this and just sitting with it, I think we have a dearth of shepherds on every level in our society, in our culture, in every sphere, beginning first and foremost with the family. I think we have a dearth of shepherds in the family. Like, by and large, where are the army of fathers who are shepherding their families actively instead of, I don't know, passively tolerating whatever happens, clueless to what happens to their kids? I'm just, I'm routinely amazed when I see, when I see the things that I see. Like, where are the fathers shepherding their children in the areas of technology and social media? Like... Kids are just so often given just unfettered access to everything online. And, and often it's, it's, it's not malicious, it's just ignorance that, like, where are these shepherds asleep at their post? Where are the shepherd fathers who are guiding the hearts and minds of their children to fall in love with those things that are truly good and worthy of their lives instead of passing things, things that don't really matter? All right, where are the shepherd fathers who are like passing on the story of Christianity and helping fire their kids' hearts and imaginations with the story of the gospel, like more so than the stories of local sports teams. Like where are those shepherds? We need, we need dads to be shepherding their families to know where the wolves are and to know where the good green pastures are. I just think we have a dearth of good shepherds in that area. And we, like I said, we absolutely need to ask the master of the harvest to send out more shepherds for his church, especially here in Cleveland. This year, I don't know if you know this, you probably don't, but here in Cleveland, there's uh, 11 guys entering the seminary this fall. That's pretty good, 11 guys. 
when you consider, you know, like the Archdiocese of Dublin doesn't have a single seminarian. There are no seminarians in the Archdiocese of Dublin. There are many dioceses and archdioceses that don't have a single seminarian. This year we've got 11 guys entering. Next spring, Bishop Molesic's going to be ordaining one guy to the priesthood, Deacon Michael Garvin. Um, I don't know the last time that Cleveland didn't have a priestly ordination. We've always had at least one guy. Um, but we've got one guy getting ordained next spring, a lot more retiring. <laughs> a lot more retiring. You've heard me say it before, but we need more men. You know, here at Sacred Heart, I've loved uh, stepping into the tradition that's been happening here for many, many years at the conclusion of Mass where we pray a Hail Mary for vocations, both to priesthood and to religious life and the diaconate. We've got my classmate, Father John Mulholland, is a son of this parish. He was ordained with me in 2016. And you've got John Hawkins, who's in the seminary right now, also from this parish, who uh, he'll be ordained, God willing, a priest in the spring of 2025. You don't have to be named John, by the way, to go to the seminary if you're from this parish. So it's important to know. But I want to just challenge this crowd in particular, this morning mass crowd, daily mass crowd, to increase your fervent prayers for this. I know we say this Hail Mary after mass, but I want to challenge us to increase our fervent prayers for this. Because I don't know if you've noticed... We have a lot of amazing young men and amazing young women in this parish, both in middle school and in high school, who are really, 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 really falling in love with the Lord. Like Claire Cordoni, who's in the back of the church right now, she's our director of uh, youth discipleship. And um, we run the, the middle school youth group together, the Vine, on Monday nights. And she does an amazing job, but on Monday nights throughout the year, we have about an hour or so of programming downstairs, and then the kids come up here. They surround the altar. Some of you maybe seen this. They surround the altar. We put the Blessed Sacrament on the altar, and they just sit in absolute still, silent adoration for a half hour, like just totally enraptured with the Lord. Our high schoolers, the same thing. We've got high schoolers out the wazoo falling in love with Jesus. Many of them, these young men who are really, really open to the idea of seminary and discernment and priesthood. It's extraordinary. It's really extraordinary. So pray for them. That's the first thing. Please pray for them and pray for them by name. Find, find out what their names are and start praying, them, praying for them by name. And I'm going to ask you to do something, just something a little bit more. Uh, I'm going to ask you to get a little bit bold with this too, that when you see any of our middle schoolers or high schoolers, many of whom, like I said, really do take their faith seriously, popping into the chapel for times of adoration, sitting with scripture, things like that. When you see them at mass, when you see them around here, I want you to step up and speak up and encourage them. Like, I want you to say to them what, something along the lines of what, there was this woman at my home parish, what she said to me was after a daily mass, it was, this, it was going into my senior year of high school, this woman, Beth Davis, what she said to me, something along these lines, she goes, uh, hey, I noticed how you pray. And she said, I just want you to know your faith really inspires me and all the other older people here at Mass. She said, I, look, I don't know what God has in mind for you, uh, but she goes, has anybody ever asked you or had anybody ever told you that like, you would probably make a really great priest? She said that to me. I remember I could show you the spot in the church where I was sitting where she said that. Like to the young men, have you ever thought about priesthood? To the young ladies, have you ever thought about consecrated life? 
Ask the master of the harvest to send out laborers for the harvest. Yes, Lord, we will ask you. But then the Lord's going to say to us, and I'm going to ask you to go find them, to go invite them, to speak up, to say something. Like our world needs shepherds. We need awesome dads, awesome moms. We need awesome married couples. Absolutely. And perhaps more pressing, most especially in our day and age today, we need good fathers in the church and good mothers who are consecrated women. So this is your job. I'm putting it on you now. Amen.